breaking news, breaking news. If you're late to the party, Jim Harbaugh is now headed to become the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. And from a fantasy football perspective, this is fantastic news. Um, because even though there's a potential better marriage, this is a long-term fit. This is going to put Herbert on a path to become a better quarterback at the end of the day. Do I think you could put him in a system that's going to produce more fantasy production? A ben, uh, you know, like a, a Ben Johnson type of, of setup? Yeah, maybe. But like at the same time, you know, you want consistency. You want, you want Harbaugh. We can change this coaching board now and put Harbaugh over here. And that is complete. Put a little check mark over here. Now this makes this makes you wonder how much more likely a Bill Belichick is in Atlanta if the Chargers are off the table. I don't know. I'm not too sure. Chargers have their guy. That leaves us with a still a good group of Rabels interviewing with the Falcons. You've got uh, Ben Johnson still probably one of the best options on the board. Quinn is interviewing in a couple different places. If he doesn't get a head coaching job, he will be returning to Dallas. Um, Bill Belichick is a lead dog candidate for Atlanta. However, reports recently are that Atlanta is completely wide open in terms of their head coaching search. So I don't think anybody should be um, assuming that that's where he's going to end up. But just like the uh, Harbaugh to the Chargers was inevitable, it does feel like we could potentially be saying the same thing later on once Bill Belichick <laughs> is in Atlanta, which doesn't freak me out if they get the right quarterback in that system. It only freaks me out if this guy thinks Ritter is the answer, or if this guy thinks Jimmy Garoppolo and Ritter are the answers. I'm talking about Bill Belichick in Atlanta. If that's the way he thinks, then we're in panic mode, full panic mode. Uh, how much? I don't know. But definitely not something we want. But Harbaugh, if anybody wants to call and talk briefly about this, again, I think it's fantastic long-term for, for Herbert. It's fantastic long-term for the Chargers. The Chargers have a potential. Now, you can't just give them a Super Bowl, you know, and it's going to be a very, I think, uh, popular topic to be like, oh, they win a Super Bowl very soon. It could take a while, and we've seen, you know, this isn't the easiest, you know, thing to fix, you know. not He's a great coach, and he's used to dealing with, you know, college kids, and, and it, you know, he's, he's awesome. Jim Harbaugh's fantastic, but it's not like it's, it's a lock for him to – to walk in and win a championship in the next two years, but it does put them in a, in a nice uh, a nice positioning. But this team will be a tough old school football team, and I'm not saying that doesn't. Again, my whole point is uh, I'm not saying it doesn't produce good fantasy stats, but it it definitely might be different than like like a Ben Johnson. But Ben Johnson may not survive there more than two years or three years if they don't win. They got to do something different. Harbaugh's that difference. Harbaugh can get a culture created. Harbaugh can create ball control, hard nosed football, and that's how that's how you're going to get the most from a football perspective out of Herbert. Because I don't think Herbert is a Josh Allen carry you on his back. Now Josh Allen's not winning either, but he's going to he's 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 a final five six team in the National Football League and continues to do amazing things. Josh Allen, he's going to get a little more help. I know everyone's really critical of Josh Allen. Josh Allen's been fantastic. I I don't I I don't I don't share a lot of people's view on Josh Allen being a guy that's never going to win it that, you know, drops the ball, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't I don't share that view at all. But I do believe Herbert is not built to be Josh Allen. Herbert needs some help and there's nothing wrong with that, but if Herbert gets the right help, he can win Super Bowls. So that's why this is such an amazing marriage because it supports Herbert the way Herbert needs to be supported to be an elite quarterback. Herbert can be an elite quarterback. He can be an elite quarterback. He might be a little lesser fantasy-wise than he is NFL-wise, and that sometimes happens, but that's because Harbaugh is going to 
do a lot of different things than let's say Ben Johnson or or um, Munkin would do or or something like that. What's up, Ron? Your life. What's up, Smitty? So this is what I heard: is Harbaugh's going to make history. He's going to be the first NFL coach to be head coach of two teams, both the Chargers and the Falcons. I'm waiting for the. Yeah, like punch. speechless. I'm waiting for the punchline. <laughs> okay. Anyways, it makes sense the Chargers because he played for well, them. So what's the What's the punchline? What's the punchline? Oh, shut up. No, I'm a, I'm asking. I'm, I think we're all we're all wondering what you meant. <laughs> well, well, I'm serious. What, what was the joke? I'm asking. Stop for, it. For a friend. Stop it. No. I, okay. I apparently there was there was no. Okay. It was just a joke saying that he'd be the first coach to coach two teams, meaning Belichick ain't gonna get hired at Falcons. I think Belichick might okay. take a year off and wait wait a year and then come back in. I felt a little slow on the uptake, but I guess it it was just it was potentially the joke. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Wait a uh, wait a wait a chop off my joke leg. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay. So <laughs> yeah, I I think uh, you know I don't know if you agree, but the fit is perfect. The fantasy implications it are is. not they're not negative. It's just he's going to have – look at Michigan. Michigan was – and I'm not saying he can build the exact same team. I'm just saying his mentality is old-school football. Like, it's going to be ball control, defense, balance. Herbert's not going to be throwing four TD games every week. But that doesn't mean Herbert – you won't get the very best out of Herbert. At the end of the day, at the end of a season, he's not very efficient and effective. I think this is fantastic for Chargers fans. If you look at Harbaugh, from when he coached the Niners to a Super Bowl, the weird Super Bowl that lost power. But anyways, if you watch his progression when he went to when he went to Michigan, what did he do that was different than what he did when he was coaching in the NFL? He did what seeing Pittsburgh should do and hire coaches that would challenge him and not necessarily agree with him. And he gave him the reign to do their job. Even if he didn't even, if not, even if he didn't agree with what, how they were doing it, he didn't want coaches that had the exact same perspective on it as he did because they could bring it in and they could come up with different things. And that's what he's going to bring to the chargers. He's going to bring in a coaching staff that won't necessarily be like like-minded like him he'll bring in diversity that that challenges him and then they can mix it all together and that's where he found his success especially at michigan and that's why he's so sought after now yeah i mean he's done it all over so it's like you can't you can't just you can't just define him as a college you know system no, no, guy. No, like no 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 i'm not saying i'm not saying you I'm not, I'm not saying you i'm just saying you know you have to look at his whole body of work but i'm just saying my, my whole point is like lately you know what he's gonna try and do at the nfl level and it's probably gonna be balanced which is fantastic again I, I can't emphasize enough it does not mean herbert will be a horrible quarterback by any means from a fantasy perspective but i i do believe this will be one of those teams you need to have Develop the way it needs to be balanced and hard nosed old school football in order for to get the most out of it. Like this is what was needed. If you put in a, a Munkin and the, you know, like what what's what 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 hasn't been working? What they've been doing over and over and over and over again. You know, Herbert trying to carry him. This is going to be a very different football team. It's going to be very interesting and fun to watch him build this team. What? If I was a Charger fan, I would be ecstatic right now. Because it's a culture. Watch the coach. Watch the co- uh, the coaching staff he assembles, yeah. and, and and the makeup of it. That's key. Yeah, that'll be his success. Because he'll bring in people that that don't necessarily agree with him, and he don't agree. You know, he don't agree with them, but they gel. Because he doesn't want people that necessarily 
think the same way he does. Now, now the the one position that will have a very very solid fantasy football, I think, effect will be the running back. So, do they bring in Corum? Which very very you hear a lot that a lot of that chatter. Like everyone wants to predict that this guy is uh, about his boys. Corum is going to be a second rounder. Harbaugh's going to need a running back. They have a vacancy there because Eckler will be gone. So if they if, if they if have he, the right positioning for it and Corum's sitting there, I think they draft Corum. However, it wouldn't shock me given how cheap running backs are. It's not like you have to pay. It's like it's almost like you're 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 bringing in a, 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 a I don't know a, a mediocre non-skill position player when you're paying a running back like Jacobs. Where's Jacobs going to command? He's not going to get near what he would have got had the Raiders not put him in in fan, or in uh, in NFL jail and franchise tagged him, ruined his <laughs> his potential like bag that he was going to just get. He was going to get the bag. Now he's older. Now he's got mileage. Now he has kind of a little bit of a disappointment factor. And he's going to come out and not get the kind of market, you know, interest that he thought. What do you think his per year salary is going to be? If the franchise tag, the average or the top five salaries is in the 10 to 12 range, what in the hell is this guy guy going to get? Like, I don't, I don't know. Does he get 10 mil a year? Does he get a $18 million deal? Does he get like a, a two year, a one year or a very two-year team-friendly deal that gives him like twelve million and in in guaranteed money, and then an option or a, an ability to make twenty-two. Like, what's his? What do you project Jacobs's dollar amount costs? And then circle that b- back onto the fact that you've got this guy needing a, an RB. You throw Jacobs into a Harbaugh system. Then he's a top six to ten running back, you know. So like, I, I don't, I don't mind that. I, and Barkley, Barkley would be amazing. Bar and Barkley feels like a Harbaugh guy. Like if Barkley lands in 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 L.A., it, it, like you call it, Sandy San Diego, L.A. is gonna have a run game like we haven't seen in a while between the tackles, Melvin Gordon days, and boy. Uh, where do we draft Barkley in a Jim Harbaugh Chargers offense? Let, let me start with that one. W- where do you draft Barkley if he signs with the Chargers? Uh, man. I mean, he's injury prone, him. but... Here, you, you think about it, Ron. Hold on, let me go to Travis. Travis, you're live. Where do you draft Saquon Barkley in running back... <clears throat> Like rank him in terms of all like um, top twelve running backs. Where do you like rank in, him? Uh, where do I rank him? If, if he's in, uh, if off he's off my off, off the top of my head, um, six or seven probably. If he's in, uh-huh. if he's with the Chargers, I thought. Chat, yeah. d- drop a Barkley running back and a number. Barkley running back five. Or Barkley maybe, running back seven. Maybe if I look at a list, I could go lower, but off the top of my head. Um, the one problem with the Chargers this year is they're in cap hell until 2025. I know they can move stuff around. Yeah, but cap's I think fake, they're like man. Negative 40, negative 45 in cap space, 45 million. Yeah, cap's fake, man. I mean, I, but, I know, I know there is yeah, some, no, there is some, there is some ability to. I just wonder if it keeps them from signing a running back. In the not a running back. Dead. Not a running back. Running back is so cheap. I mean, that's our natural instinct to be like, oh, yeah, no one can get a mega deal. Mega Running backs, signing a running back saves you money. <laughs> it's like the running backs. Well, that's true. They, can, they, can just, they pay you. They can push it off to backload back the contract. Because in 2025, they have good captures. So. Hi, this is Saquon Barkley. I'll pay you $8 million a year to come play for you. I'll come play for you. I'll pay you. Right. <laughs> what draft pick do they have? Uh, f- uh, um, the Chargers are number five. I can tell you, number five. Okay. Yep. All right. How much power did they even say? How much power is Harbaugh going to have over the draft and the and the players? Probably full control, I imagine. Um, if if Harbaugh, yeah, right. 
You're pulling a guy out from college like that. He's getting whatever he wants. I'm sure he's got a parking spot already picked out. I'm sure he's got two or three offices. They're knocking walls down to make a bigger facility for him. He's he's probably requested everything because he could just go right back to Michigan and say, they'll give me what you're going to give me. Um, but well, imagine if they use this pick on Bowers or Marvin Harrison Jr. And then they That's draft Blake Corum. Or they bring in Barkley, even in cap hell, whatever. They bring in Barkley on a uh, a very reasonable deal for RBs. This team is like this is the best. This is why they were the best landing spot is because there's a lot of solutions right sitting in front of your face at your fingertips. You got the number five overall yeah. pick. You you got Brock Bowers or you got Marvin Harrison Jr. or neighbors, if you will. You know they and, also need offensive. Herbert. Yeah. Yeah. What what they a shock. How are we feeling? Uh what what'd you say, Ron? I said Herbert was taking a lot of punishment and they need to shore up that offensive line, so where do they go? I mean, yeah, you can get a running back cheap. Harrison might be too high of a cost for them, knowing that they got a. But that would be great. Harrison would be great, but they got to protect. They're going to have to protect Herbert too, and and the defense needs some shoring up. They got great defensive players, but they have holes. Yeah, it's going to be crazy, man. It's going to be crazy, crazy. He does. You what? It's going to be interesting to see how Harbaugh. You know, his first year there, how, how he handles it and what he does. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be very exciting. Interesting. I got Perps on the line. Perps, you're live. Uh, real quickly, young uh, Ray Davis. Uh, oh, Ray, I was like, Ray Davis. Oh, the running back. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting. He had like a three TD, 200-yard game during the middle of the season. Like, he, he's got some upside. The, the running backs are good, but none of them stand out. Except for about two, and I'm I'm keeping that under wraps. I, I think my running back rankings might shock you. Hang tight on that. I, I promise by Sunday, I almost promise by Sunday I should have, if not very very much sooner, my running back ranking, rookie running back ranking video up. So hang tight on that, young. And and I'm sorry, Perps. Uh, what what are your thoughts, Perps, on this on this coaching? News here, Jim Harbaugh to the Chargers, and where do you rank Saquon Barkley? in your top 12 running back rankings if he lands in L.A. Uh, Perps, oh, you have right here. Perps is four. Running back four? Woo! I, I don't hate it. I, yeah. I, he, he's so injury prone, but man, like in a Harbaugh system. In what? I mean, Bijan's up there, but you don't know who's going to be in Atlanta. Yeah, hey, good, good point. I mean, there's as many questions around some of these other I mean, running backs. You know, you look at Christian McCaffrey and you say to yourself, the mileage and being 28 years old, how is that any riskier or less risky than Barkley being injury prone or whatever? So, like, I hear you, bro. But, man. Barkley had a good year. All year, everyone thought Barkley wasn't going to do as good as he did, and he did better than expected. He kept doing it. He kept doing it. Like, and and, and when you. like, oh, he's going to get hurt. He's going to get hurt. And he didn't. And when you bench him, Barkley. And he did get benched quite a bit. There were a lot of you know start bench questions that have Barkley in it. He would blow up, and then you put him back in, and he'd do nothing for two two weeks. But it, it it's not his fault. Like the offense was horrible. That's why when Barkley said, and I think he was placating the crowd and the fan base when when they said, "Do you want to stay in New York?" He's like, "Yeah, I prefer to stay in New York." I, he can't be serious, man. Sometimes, some point, you got to go to work and be like, "I'm frustrated with what's around me." And I don't want to be here. I want to be somewhere where it's successful, where we're going to win. Harbaugh, you imagine Harbaugh coming to you and saying, hey, I want you to be my workhorse. You're like, where do I sign? You know, playing for Herbert, playing for a a winning cult. This is going to be a winning culture. This is a new winning culture that Harbaugh is bringing to the table. Nothing's for sure. It, it, like I said, he's got a big body of work that, that ranges all over the place. So it's not like he hasn't had success, but but I'm just saying, like sometimes 
you know, a coach goes, you know, comes from college and doesn't succeed or goes to college and comes back, even though he's coached in the NFL and doesn't succeed when he comes back. But I don't feel like this is that scenario. Like Ron said, he's a great personnel decision maker as well. And unlike Bill Belichick, and I'm hoping Bill Belichick learns to turn over a new leaf on this, but this man knows when to lean on other people, as Ron was saying. Bill doesn't. Bill tries to control everything, and Bill craps the bed uh, during a lot of personnel decision-making you know, moves. So I'm hoping if Bill went to Atlanta, he would do the same thing that Ron's suggesting, bring in the right people, that bring in the right quarterback. And Bill says, look, I need to... I need to I need to empower people below me to make decisions whether I, I like it or not. Harbaugh is a absolute amazing, uh, what's the word, just co- uh, uh, le- leader of men and leader uh, leader of men on the field and on the sideline, like coaching, yep. you know, a motivator. Uh, fan base is going to love this man. They're going to love this man. They're going to worship this man. They're going to worship him. Look what happened. Him. Look what happened when they suspended him in Michigan. The coaches stepped up. He had them all trained up. He had them ready to go. He had no problem. He says, I'll take the suspension. No problem. And, and they still won. They still won even though he was suspended. Yeah. Her, Herbert, like That's I said, it, like I said from the beginning, I don't. this is not a negative. This is a, all positive. I'm, everything I'm saying is positive for the Chargers. Is there a world where he has more fantasy points under a different head coach? Absolutely. But doesn't mean that coach would even stay long enough to make Herbert have a successful NFL career. And he could fizzle out because he continues to get beat up. They don't they don't they don't support him right. Herbert is going to thrive from an NFL perspective and that will translate into a lot of fantasy but it remains to be seen if he can climb into this very, very, very competitive top five quarterback fantasy football uh, pool of quarterback. I, I don't know if Herbert will be in the five range, but good God, he's going to play like a magician. You know, he's going to, Har- Harbaugh's going to get the most out of him. I just can't wait. And if they land the right combination of Rock Bowers or Marvin Harrison or Neighbors. With Barkley in free agency, it's it's like how scared is everybody of the Chargers from day one? You know, this may not he's take two one, years. This one, may not take two years. He's got one thing going for him. There is no way in hell that he can have a worse draft than the Chargers had last year. Yeah. Uh, Chargers draft was terrible. Bucky, uh, a Buckeye says uh, no line. I I don't know if you you listen to a lot of my content, uh, Buckeye, but sometimes offensive line production is very unfairly judged, and a lot of determinations are made based on a struggling offense, similar to the New York Jets. Everybody says the New York Jets have offensive line problems. They don't have as many offensive line problems as you might think. A lot of it comes down to quarterback play and predictability and defensive scheming because no one is scared of your quarterback. Your quarterback doesn't have a quick release. Watch what Aaron Rodgers does to the New York Jet offensive line production once he steps back under center. If he stays healthy, I'm not saying he's uh, at no risk of getting re-injured. Of course he is. But his quick release makes that defense back up. His quick release spreads out the defense, spreads out the offense, makes it more efficient. His quick release makes it harder to to get to him. And the same thing's going to be said here. Like, you can coach up an offensive line without even doing much to it. If you have the right personnel in place, you can turn most any offensive line into a very well-playing offensive line. It goes very, very under... It's very understated how important personnel is in developing an offensive line versus the talent. Look at the 49ers. Look at, and I went on Raj's, you know, IG constantly and said, I'm not worried about the offensive line in San Francisco. It was a big problem. It was a big sticking point. We, even with Vla, our boy Vlad, he talked about the offensive line collapsing and they don't, they got how they're going to protect, how they're going to protect. But it's like, 
there's a history of the way Shanahan builds his team up. Defensive backs, offensive line, he coaches it up. He doesn't even you'll you'll, you'll sit here and go, who's stepping up? Next man up. And this is gonna be a this is gonna be a disaster. And you never hear anything about the the Niners offensive line folding. This is a good unit. This I, I Jim Harbaugh. I have no concerns about the offensive line. Will they address it? Sure. Will they bring someone in? Absolutely. Will they draft a couple offensive linemen? Absolutely. Will they attack that in the draft and try and get the right people in place? But one thousand percent. I have zero concern about the offensive line. At this point, it's completely fixed in my mind because I know what he's going to do with it. I know how he's going to set it up. I know how he's going to coach it up. I know he's going to put, like Ron said, personnel in place to take care of that. He knows what he's doing. This is a, this is It's more of a, a personnel thing than it is a talent thing when it comes to certain pieces of an offense. I'm just telling you right now. And, and everybody that says you got to draft, you know, uh, Sewell, like and, and everyone could say, you know, Burrow did get hurt, Smitty. Maybe they should have drafted Sewell. As I told Hugh Jackson when he came on my show and, and ridiculed my take about how Jamar Chase is better for protecting Joe Burrow even than drafting an offensive lineman, I stand by that 100,000%. Jamar Chase stretches the field. Jamar Chase makes this defense line up differently every time he's on the field. And, and and my whole point is that if Jim Harbaugh puts this offense in a certain positioning and he gets the most out of Herbert, he brings in a Barkley, you don't have any concerns about offensive line. It's a good point, Buckeye, and I know it, it's... Um, what if he brings in a Higgins? Yeah, well, I mean, the wide receiver, I mean, you got Ridley, you got Higgins, you got Michael Pittman, you got, you got Evans... I could see him bringing in Mike Pittman Evans. Pittman would be awesome. Who? Who would be awesome? Pittman would be awesome if you brought that, him. Yeah, that'd be a good. That'd be a good land. Um, but, but I mean, I don't think you. you I, I would not use this pick on an offensive lineman. I would address that in other pieces, other parts of the draft or free agency. I would use this on a generational talent that you cannot replace or replicate in the second round. You can replace and replicate offensive linemen in the second round. You can. In my opinion, you 100% can. Because I think you can well, develop and coach that up. You'll never find another Marvin Harrison Jr. or a Brock Bowers, in my opinion. That is the move to make without a hesitation right here. If they do that and go to the running back free agent pool and figure out how to fill this by way of Barkley or Jacobs or draft Blake Corum in the second round, it's on, man. It's on. I'm sorry, well, Perks. Go ahead. Who, who says that he, he? Who says he doesn't have the like insight on some of his O line from Michigan that he could coach up and plug holes with? Yeah, he's got later in the draft. Ron, what do you think the over under? Or what do you think the odds are? You know, how many Michigan players get drafted by Harbaugh? I'd say like minimum two. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would say too. Yeah, minimum two. And Blake Horm is is. You constantly hear it. It's not a secret or, you know, some unique theory. Like, if if Corum's sitting there in the second round, you might see him take him. Depends what's going on. In the second round, yeah. Yeah, I think he could easily go in the second round. Easily. I think think no running back probably goes in round one. This is not that kind of running back draft class, unfortunately. Blake Corum here would be fantastic. I, I think Blake Corum... Needs a very specific situation though, because he's not—he's not the most gifted when he gets into the NFL. Not the most gifted NFL running back. He's a great gifted Buck college. Said, is there any validity, or Buckeye just? No. You just said Buck, Derrick Henry signed with the Chargers. Actually, Buckeye—half of his stuff is true, half of it's trolling. But yeah. he, he also claims uh, that he's related to the center of the Chargers, so he said he's got the head touch. Oh, he's got the Buckeye, what yeah. the heck are you? Buckeye, no fake news in the, in the chat, please. Yeah. Or, or the, mods will put, like, the, uh, the mods will put you in timeout. The mods will put you in timeout. Remember Lee? Sounds yeah. like Lee. Ty Lee. That's Ty Lee's cousin. I got that yeah, I got that video, Burrow video. Yeah. <laughs> Before, 
Before free agency, he signed. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, be careful on your fake news, bro. You know. <laughs> yeah, uh, he circumvented free agency, and he is now signed with the with the Chargers. Uh, yeah. So anyway, back back on. Many years. Not gonna You're serious. new. You don't know yet. It's, it's it's something new. You just don't know about it yet. Yeah, I, I, I we'll, 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 uh, <laughs> love this channel. Don't ban me. The don't don't drop fake news, Bucky, Buckeye. <clears throat> Wait, Bucky's uh, Buckeye. what's up, Derek? Appreciate you, Derek. Where you been? You haven't been here in a while. All right, boys. Uh, I'm gonna circle circle you off the phone line one at a time here. Theo, what can I do for you real quickly? And then I'm gonna I'm gonna nudge you off. Who do you think um is gonna go to the Chargers? You think they'll want uh neighbors or Bowers more? Well, Marvin Harrison Jr., but if he if the Cardinals take him at four, which falls, which you gotta yeah. assume the Cardinals are very, very much thinking about doing. So uh, but you have to you have to entertain it. The Cardinals trade down all the time. They're, they they botch their picks all the time. So if if Marvin Harrison's gone, then honestly, I think maybe maybe Brock Bowers. Yeah, I'd love Brock Bowers to go to. I mean, Harbaugh's. I don't know. I don't know if we'll have a real good line on that. I think both of them are fantastic. I would rather a Bowers go there, to be honest. I think Bowers with yeah, Herbert sure. becoming Herbert's like like Kelsey because there's no Allen's you know 87 years old. Mike Williams can't stay healthy. Quentin Johnson plays soft. Um, Bowers would be his number one target. Either. Bowers would turn into his long term number one target. What? Everett's their best tight end too, so it's like. It's pretty much their biggest team need at this point. Yeah. You imagine if the Cardinals take a freaking free safety. Uh, offensive lineman. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That'd be good for uh, yeah. McBride. I, 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 I've been wanting them yeah. to take a running back. You know, I wanted them to take Najee when Najee was available to the Cardinals and they didn't. I wanted them to take... Brees Hall. I wanted them to take like they just continued to pass on on running back after running back that I wanted. And, and the Cardinals, I think they'd be crazy to not give an offensive weapon of the tuna. I could see him like going neighbors or something like over Marvin Harrison. Honestly, they crazy. The Cardinals are. Um. You know what's so? You know what's so funny? If you guys look at this real quick, the Vegas. Do you remember Vegas entering like week one had the Cardinals projected for the number one and number two overall picks? They had this Houston pick yeah. right here <laughs> as the number one overall pick. <laughs> uh, Cardinals are drafted at twenty-seven and four instead of one and two. Vegas was a little off. Yeah, it's great. Um, you know what I would love for the Cardinals to do is move up that 27 overall pick as well somehow. That would be fantastic. If I was the Cardinals, I could turn this into a, a conglomerate in one draft. I mean, as you were saying the other day, even if they don't move it up, the offensive linemen fall. So if they take an offensive lineman at 27, they could probably take a super good one. And if they take Marv and offensive lineman, that offense would yeah, great. That's their plan, I'm sure. And you're still going to get so much talent right here. You're not going to get wide receiver talent right here. You're going to get offensive line talent. That's why I say that I'm a very big proponent of drafting offensive linemen in the second and third rounds and, and through free agency because you can replicate. You can, you can argue a guy I get 27 to 35 could be as good as any of these offensive linemen. It doesn't matter if the prospect's better. I believe you can coach it up. You cannot coach up a wide receiver. I mean, occasionally you find Tank Dells and, and such. Uh, I'm not saying that, but in terms of, in general, you can't take a talent that everybody knows and is this 
He's 27 ranked overall player in the NFL draft and turn him into Marvin Harrison Jr. So, not uh, anything else, bro? Yeah. No, I think um, the Perps. Next, Gift of membership. The next, uh, what's it called? Um, Tank Dell might go at the end of this round one um, or early round two. I think I have a good feeling that I know who you think it is, but I'm not going to spoil anything in case it is because I know you're going to probably have them on one of your lists pretty soon. Okay. All right, Theo. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, have a good night. Letter broski. Uh, Let's go over to uh, the, the gifter himself. Perps, appreciate the 20 gifted memberships. Perps to the moon. To, to Saturn, actually. To Saturn. Uh, Perps, any final thoughts on this Harbaugh to the Chargers? Any final thoughts on anything we've discussed tonight? Well, I think it's good news that he's going there, but, I mean, we don't want to jump the gun. I mean, how many times have college quarter coaches gone to the NFL and they can't hang? Now, Harbaugh's got the pedigree and there's a lot there, but he's got to bring in the right staff and, you just said it yourself. His wide receiver core isn't that strong. He's got some O-line, D-line holes he has to fill. And then coaching staff, I mean, there's, it's going to probably be a multi-year transition to get it to maybe. where we would expect it to be. So Maybe. Maybe. It could be. It could be. But uh, I wouldn't be you surprised. Think it'll be immediate? I think it could be immediate because, like, the team, is, the team is already very good. It's just badly coached, badly managed badly supported a bunch of big you know holes in the ship that's you know water's just seeping in and i think this man's capable of plugging those holes pretty quickly and you know it's a solid foundation i mean it's not like it's not like the wide. i i didn't mean to indicate the wide receiver room is weak it's the wide receiver room is at its end like the end date the expiration date is here like you've got one more year keenan allen He'll probably play elite football for every game he's on the field, but I think Keenan Allen misses a handful of games. Handful. I think Mike Williams, you could you just can't even count on Mike Williams at all. Like if he's there, great. If he's not, whatever. And and so the wide receiver room is capable. You add in a Mike Evans, you add in a, a Bowers, a Marvin Harrison Jr., and then a Barkley, a Corum, or a Jacobs, and it's like this this has no holes at all. This offense is going to be, and he'll do what he needs to do on defense, and it'll be there. It'll get there. He'll 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 make a he'll do a great draft like Ron and and I think you said purposely there'll be some some Michigan players, Michigan defensive players on this team. He'll he'll draft I think a minimum of two Michigan players, but Blake Corn might be one of them. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. But what were you asking? What? Oh, I was I. I... Chad, I was asking, what do you think the Vikings are going to do at uh, with their 11th pick? Vikings. I don't know. It just, the, the, the Vikings drafting is just like the Cardinals. I mean, the only thing that's different now is they have a new GM and they don't have Rick Spielman doing the same BS year over year. So who knows? I yeah, mean, I don't. They need plenty I, of holes filled on their team, too. I don't know, Ron. I'm not too. Uh... I mean, I think we need to know what happens with Cousins first before we can even... Because if, if Cousins is gone, they might have to use that pick on a quarterback. Like, they, they like if they can't get Russell Wilson, if Wilson's not dropped and available or whatever, and, I mean, if they can't trade for fields. They've been wanting a big... They've been very interested in drafting a big-name prospect... I could see them going after Penix Jr. or McCarthy at that 11 pick. I don't think anybody else will fall. Bo Nix could fall. So much depends on the combine in the pro days. You know, Bo Nix could go. Bo Nix could be the fifth ranked quarterback and not even go in the top 16 overall, or he could go in the top seven. You know, Bo Nix is a really good quarterback. I think it's got a quick release. He's got an amazing football. I like this kid a lot. I think he would be fantastic in Minnesota. It just depends, you know. But th- there are so many teams here that need a quarterback. I believe Fields is traded, and if he doesn't go to Minnesota, then you have one quarterback here, one quarterback here, 
one quarterback here in New England. You have uh, the Giants have Danny Dimes on one of the most atrocious deals in uh, in the NFL. So I don't think they could even move on from him. Is this Danny Dimes' contract? Here's Danny Dimes' contract. He's got a dead cap in 2024 of 69.3 million. His the potential out for the Giants to take a dead cap hit of 22 million is in 2025. So they're kind of forced to go with Danny Dimes this year. So we'll just assume that Atlanta. So you got three teams right here. This could, this could go quarterback, 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 and then Atlanta quarterback, and then Minnesota. So you know maybe five quarterbacks I mean, in the top eleven easily. Yeah, I would. Regardless, Minnesota needs to go after a quarterback. Cousins isn't a long-term play. You're not going to sign him to another big contract. So. What do you have at best, even if he heals up a year or two left? So you're going to need to go after a quarterback because clearly they, the other guys proved they couldn't do it this year. So and it doesn't take a lot of hits. Quarterback for years. Cousins don't take doesn't take a lot of hits. He don't take a lot of abuse. He could he could be up there with, you know, the Chester Verdes and uh, he 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 could play well into his forties. Well, so, here's here's the disagree. thing. I don't disagree. But at the same time, the Vikings aren't going to keep paying that big salary if he doesn't produce for them. Here's the thing, though. To Purpose's point, I would say this. Even if, let's say, it's something in between. Let's say Cousins is going to play two more years, two to three more years. He signs a contract that that, that is something around that feels like he, he would stay and play it out for two or three more years. That You can't draft a quarterback necessarily and have him on the shelf for two or three years and waste that rookie deal. You know, so like if you do bring Kirk Cousins back, you're probably not using this 11 pick on a quarterback because you're just going to have that rookie deal come up. You know, I I don't think they would do that. But I think that maybe like if Penix, let's say Michael Penix Jr. fell to the second round perps, I could see them maybe saying, let's just do this. Let's let's just get him. Let's scoop him up just in case Cousins coming back from the Achilles. Let's not be like the Jets were. We're left with our, our our pants down, or be like be like the the Vikings were last year, left with their pants down. Like there's a there's a potential to make sure we have that cover, but you can't do it at eleven. Not if not if Cousins comes no. back, but but part of me wonders if Cousins is coming back. I don't know. We'll have to see. I know JJ is going to have a, a big strong hand in that, but we will find out. We will find out. The thing I, is, yeah, I, Cousins has already proven himself. Last year, he did great, and he was on a record-setting career season this year before his Achilles went. Last year, it wasn't his fault that Minnesota didn't go past the playoff, you know, first round. You guys had, like, a really bad defense, one of the worst in the NFL. That was your crutch last year was was the defense, not the offense. Cousins, Cousins is it. Yeah. Right, but any time you pay a guy the money Cousins demands, if you don't make the playoffs or whatever, there has to be a scapegoat. It's going to be him, the coach, or somebody. I do feel like and I do. I do feel like Ron Perps is a little bit like on to something in, in that. Like I, I think that the Vikings they're teeter tottering on that. Do we continue to go down this road we've been going down, which obviously production wise has been great, but we. Like, do we need to go a different route? Do we need to build something? Do we need to try and get our Stroud? Because Cousins is great. We've been doing good. We're very competitive. They've been paper tigers in the you know at the end of the at the end of the day, you know each season, and so they might just say, "Is it worth paying Cousins a mega deal, even if it's a shorter type of mega deal? It's going to be a lot of money." He's going to command a lot, and he's going to get a lot too because you know these teams that need quarterbacks, they're going to go after him. I, I, I think, I think, and I think you've been leaning a little bit more this way than than normal, Ron. Obviously, because you were dead set against Cousins leaving and even temp, being tempted to leave. But I think the Minnesota Vikings have given us enough indication over the last four years they want to move on from Cousins that now is their chance to do it. They're going to probably do it. I don't know. Yeah, but you just said you just said the other day on your thing that you thought that what you were hearing was Cousins' probability staying there is pretty pretty high. Well, there's no there's no real indication 
from anybody. I think my my guess was based on the fact that he wants a good fit. He's not worried about money. That makes you think. That makes you think he's probably not wanting to leave Minnesota. He's trying to get get a more competitive offer to to bump up whatever's going on in Minnesota. But I I, I, I don't know. The more the more I the 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 more I think about it, the more I feel like it's very fifty fifty. If he thinks that he can win a Super Bowl, and I think he does think it, they can win, they can go and win a Super Bowl. Um, I think he'll take less money, and he'll 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 restructure his contract uh, in favor of the team, because that's the type of guy he is. He drives a minivan, for God's sakes. He he, I mean, you know. I can't trust he, him. I can't trust a quarterback that drives a minivan now. I'm out. <laughs> I'm, so, I mean, I'm that, sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I want I want my quarterback to be a little, a little bit more aggressive than that. How about how about anyone that drives a minivan? Teaching his kids the value of money. You don't what, need what, all this. What'd you say? Stuff. What'd you say, Perfs? I'm sorry if anybody drives a. Minivan. How about anyone? How about anyone that drives a minivan? Uh, I don't know how many. Fall, I don't know how many watchers right now drive a minivan. I don't want to offend. No, uh, I'm not talking about watchers. I'm talking about football players. <laughs> Heck, I'm, just, you, I'm just saying. Drive, hey, drives a Travis Kelsey drives a minivan. Maybe you want to drive an electric car. You don't want no combustion. Travis Kelsey What's may may drive a minivan. I, I've heard lately he's been looking into it as is potentially okay. Hey, perps, appreciate you, you, bro. They EV up to Minnesota. The battery's gonna freeze. So bring hey, up here. perps, appreciate the the twenty gifted memberships. I'll see you later, pal. All right. All right, Travis, any final thoughts? <laughs> um, yeah, I was just going to mention with Ron was talking about Belichick earlier. Um, I don't know if I really see anywhere for him to go, but Atlanta and maybe Buffalo if it opens up. I'm not sure I really see him anywhere else. Unless cause, like the Giants aren't going to open up. Chargers are gone. He doesn't want a big market. I really do wonder... That that came out really where do he's like he doesn't Buffalo. he doesn't want a big market he doesn't want the the reporting uh, pressures and stuff so yeah. like so that that came, I don't know how much that, that came that came out recently but but uh, you know Atlanta, Atlanta's definitely in the cards for sure Washington is is a potential Seattle you know Dallas was in the cards but not not anymore obviously I I don't know I mean there aren't a lot of spots left I mean we're look. What? I guess I could see Washington too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are not a lot of great yeah. spots left. He's not going to Carolina. Who's going to go throw their career away doing that? It's Seattle, Atlanta, Washington, and then you know, like you said, if another another opening opens up, I think Buffalo wins that wins that game this past weekend if he's coaching. But that's just me. Um, <sighs> yeah, I don't. I might, be a little, might be a little biased. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see on that. I mean, they could they could look at it, but I I don't know. I'm not hearing it yet. All right, appreciate you, I Travis. The other problem is he he wants to he wants to bring all his guys with him too, and I I, I wouldn't want that if I was hiring him. Like you're not bringing Matt Patricia and Joe Judge and all that crap, you know. So. All right, man. Appreciate you. All right, later. Later. Uh, Bob says uh, we need to show the Chargers some more hype. What do you think I've been doing for 48 straight minutes, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the super chat, though. But I mean, I feel like I've been bringing the the hype pretty strong. All right, Ron. Any final thoughts? Bring your own. Bring your own yeah, hype. Yeah, just uh, stay stay safe there. Bob. Wear your mask when you're out of the studio, so you don't catch that family flu going on. Yep. All right, Ron. Appreciate you. Later. Later. All right. Uh, appreciate everybody being in here. Um, see if there's anything else. Did you all see the Kirk Cousins? Yeah, that was that was that was that was definitely uh, unique. Uh, Minshew drive. Uh, Minshew lives in a minivan. Says Blackbeard. It wouldn't surprise me if he if he had one of those like campers. Nothing wrong with that. Um, but yeah, I could see it. I could see it. Marvin won't fall to seven. Of course he won't. What's the Vikings cap space? I don't, you know, I'll have to look at that. I'll try and make a, a cap space, uh, a sheet. 
So I'll, I'll do that. Uh, I'll do that very, very soon. Bob says, please, Smitty. Um, I, I, I don't know how much more I can hype the situation for you, Bob, but I'll hit that $20 hauler and we'll do a standing ovation for the Chargers. How's that? Alert. Super chat alert. Chargers to the moon, Bob. Appreciate your $20 hauler. I felt like I've hyped them pretty good this show. I feel like I've been hyping them pretty, pretty, pretty solid. Uh, appreciate you all being here. Um, I should be back at some point tonight. No promises uh, tonight. Tonight's been kind of crazy at, at Costa de Smitty. Uh, we got We always have. We always have some pandemic coming through here. We got we got people vomiting the flu. <laughs> it's every other week. Somehow I've escaped it. Uh, most weeks we'll see if I. We'll, we'll see how how quickly I start slowing down because I'm, I'm feeling pretty pretty mediocre, but. Um, definitely haven't been hit fully by it, uh, so we'll see. Uh, but th- this, 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 there's, there's constant uh, pandemics. I don't know what these kids do when they go to school. If they just, you know, I don't understand. I don't understand why. I know it's going around bad too, though. But all right, appreciate you all. I'll see you all on the way out the door. Um, with this little, I'll send you all on the way out the door with this little number here. What do we got? What do we got? What are we going to do here? How about a little? How to handle a ball. He's Kyron. He can take frowns and turn them upside down with his touchdowns. the mother freaking call don't let him fall in the third don't stall just give batman the freaking football he's brief he's brief he does a whole of a job a whole of a job a whole of a job Reese hall please report to the moon Legend has it if you say St. Brown three times in the dark in the bathroom, you will immediately lose your league. Hit that thumb up button on the way out the door. Young, appreciate your super chat. Bob, thank you for your $20 hauler. Uh, did, y- did I get to Young's? Young said, Smitty, how are you feeling? Yeah, I did get to that one. Thank you, Ray. Appreciate you. Uh, thank you, Young. Appreciate you. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate you. Bob with the $20 hauler. Bob with the $4.99 hauler. Bob to the moon. Sorry, Bob. I didn't hype enough. It's hype season. See you all later. <laughs>